Covino and Rich. Best of the week. All right. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Oh, butt cheeks. Nice. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Sarah is sort of insinuating, like, do do I appreciate what she does every day? Right, because you were with Emmy for the past four days by yeah, herself. From, from early Saturday morning until now, I've been with Emmy 24-7. In fact, she's here right she's now. She's sitting on my lap right now coloring because I, wa- I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have her here with me for a second. Instead of taking a day off, I said, well, you know, I can handle this, right? Sarah's writing me stuff. Like, you know, she's writing. I'm, I'm happy she's away with the girls having fun, but she's writing stuff like, does hmm. all this time with Emmy make you understand and respect what I do every day with her? That's a trick question, bro. <laughs> and I wrote, of course. Ooh, yeah. I wrote, of course. I respect what you do. She goes, but it's not I, that hard. I, I wrote, I ge- I mean, she, wrote like- she wrote, I guess I was expecting like a, how do you do this every day? You're amazing. I love you. And I wrote, uh, I mean, were you, were you hoping I was incapable? It's a trap. Because here's between so you, many traps here. Between you and I, and the uh, millions all around the, the world, uh, the potential millions listening. Hopefully, uh, not one of those millions is is my wife at this moment. Until I, she hears it on demand. I couldn't. Hi, Sarah. In the future, listening on demand. I couldn't. It's a trap. Thank you, uh, Star Wars. Return yeah, what? It's good. Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back. It's that fucking fish-looking one, yeah, right? Admiral Ackbar. I, yeah. for, I forget which... Yeah. Uh, it's a trap! Which one is that from? Uh, the last the one. Return the last of the one. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Um, it seems trappish, but here's what I ask you. What am I supposed to answer when my wife asks me that question? Because the reality is, I think she is as good a mom as they could get. Sarah is so fucking good with Emmy. She's a fantastic mom. She spends a lot of quality time with her, takes her to the park, teaches her things, teaches her manners, loves her. Like Sarah is the sweetest, nicest person. She's teaching Emmy to be a sweet, nice, lovable kid. But between us, the last three and a half days, we're a breeze. I've, no, I've, I've handled pretty easily. Like, oh, no. no, but the thing is though, Am I supposed to make my wife think that I struggled? Like, why can't I just appreciate my wife and be like, what you do every day is fantastic. In fact, being a mom I mean, is every day nonstop is tricky as hell. Should I be like, babe, the last three days I was losing my mind? Or should I say, hey, the last three days I had a fucking great time with Emmy. We went to the park. We... We were playing silly games. We were doing puzzles. Maybe we, went she to a, wasn't... we went to a movie. We went to get pancakes Saturday morning. Like I had the and last three days, jobs. and I and I brought her to both jobs, and she behaved, and she was great. She got to spend time Hold with on. Spot. She got last night. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't referring to the weekend. Maybe she was. When did she ask you this question? That matters. When did she uh, ask? You? Yes, last night. So maybe. It was after a work day when you had a lot of things to juggle, including your daughter. Because let's be honest, you relied on the kindness of others yesterday. How did I rely on the kindness of others? I watched her most of the show. I mean, she and was playing, she was like playing yeah, puzzles but, 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 and stuff. But what would you just not... She could have sat in the studio with me. I thought you, it was nice to spend I time was, with you. But I was watching her so you could focus on the show. Okay. And then didn't Tata watch her last night? 
Yeah, but I pay Tata for that. I know, I, but I, I'm I saying mean, you rely on the I mean, kindness like, of others. Yeah, it's not like I'm like, hey, who wants a volunteer? Speaking of which, there's Jake. Want to go play with Jake? See? <laughs> So maybe she was. Maybe I'm just trying. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. But Rich is able to do it in an order that he's like, yeah, I think I could do this. No, I, I'm able to keep things. But, clean. but here's you're the not, deal: you're not incompetent. Everything, you're, good, you're, you're a good dad. But the thing I, is, I mean, of course, you're going to be able to handle watching and, and playing with your child. But I know where Rich is going to go, and he's going to blow it because he he's going to say some condescending. Yeah, don't be condescending. No, I'm I don't want to say anything in the, in the fear that okay. she's going to hear this. Okay, but it, it has to do with like the ways that you did it. You think are great. No, I, I listen. I know that I couldn't ask Sarah to do more. She is, she's fantastic with Emmy in every sense of what a mom could do: teaching her things, loving her, showing her affection, taking her to do little adventures and activities, and feeding her the right healthy foods. Like Sarah is as perfect as a mom could get. But I'm asking you guys. Am I supposed to pretend that I was incapable the last three days to make her feel needed? Because she is needed, but do I have to play it up? Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a dumb dad. I could thank God you're back. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. That's what she wants to hear. I mean, I know how she does it. It's not easy, but I know how she does it. I had a great time with Emmy. Don't get me wrong. There are moments where I'm like, man, this is a, being, being a, like a full-time Parent, meaning you're like a full time, like a stay at home mom or dad, would probably be. I don't know how you do it. It's endless. But I'll tell you how I do it. I do the dishes immediately after. Yeah, That's what you're gonna do. And then I fold I all you. the laundry the second it's done. The I don't second know how that you dryer do it, dings. But here's how I do it. When she spills something, I clean it up. Like right away. Not like you. And her toys all over the place. <laughs> I mean, they just just put them in the bin with the problem. That's where you're gonna but, fuck but up because you're not gonna but, allow yourself to shut I, up. And then I swiff her. Oh, 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 while she's taking a nap. I mean, I'm around the house, just cleaning yeah, up. I don't know how you do it. How do you but do? I'm it? able to do more than no, one but thing. But I'm, I'm saying feeding her. I mean, it's called multitasking. I mean, but how can I? How could I? How could I make it clear that she is? Have you ever said the, the words "I appreciate you"? I fucking she knows I appreciate her. So I tell her. I tell her what a great mom she is. A loaded question. This is this is girl pressure. I'm Does sorry. he appreciate you? It's like you do so much. Does he appreciate it, dude? Yeah, but Rich is saying, well, I fuck, I do a lot too. But spot. I'm I mean, just. I'm just working, telling you. you are, I mean, you're, you're working two jobs and bringing in a good amount of money. What I'm saying is that I Why don't you say that to her? I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't Oh yeah. I couldn't be more complimentary of Sarah and how she is as a mom. She is I said the sweetest, nicest. Jake, back me up. She Sarah's Sarah's the sweetest, nicest mom there could ever be. You're completely right. Yes. She's the nicest woman I've ever met. And she got a juicy ass. And she's got a juicy ass. And she, yeah, look nice at how titties. she looks. She's got some nice titties, Juicy caboose. I, mean, I mean, these are true things. That'll do it. But yeah. am I supposed to... Here's, here's my question, though. Am I supposed to make it seem like the last days... Listen, we missed her. Of course we miss Mommy. Of course we miss Mommy. Emmy, I, I sent her a video of Emmy holding her shoes, being like, Mommy, shoes, where's Mommy? Of course we missed you. But am I supposed to pretend that I was more helpless than I really was? 866-969-1969. When she hears this, she'll probably hate me. I hope she doesn't listen to this one. Well, hold on. To make it clear and then not I'm being totally complimentary. You're, you're also saying because you were able to handle it. So should you downplay like, oh, I was a lost buffoon. 
Yeah, she is. Women like that, though. Like, she is so. I don't know. Again, women let me like just, to think that let me, you're lost without them. Let me just say, and well, I honestly, I get offended by let, that. Let me just I'm say, like, I'm a, I immediately turn. Fuck you! I don't need you. Right, well, I, I immediately turn. I, I don't want to turn that. No, but I, I don't. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I want to make it clear, so that this doesn't come back and bite me in the ass. Sarah's an amazing wife and even a better mom, if that's possible. She does everything for Emmy, but and I couldn't ask for more. But if you're asking me, but it's, it how did Saturday, though. how did Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the last four days go? I had. A fucking amazing time. We had pancakes, went to the movies, went to the playground, did puzzles, watched cartoons, like we read books. Like I had a fucking fantastic four days with Emmy. There was like a couple moments of stress where I was like, oh, like like I brought her to ESPN and everyone embraced her and I was nervous that people were going to be like, why are you bringing your kid here? Like we had so far. It helps that she's cute. <sighs> Dude. She were a little curmudgeon. No, no one would want to be around. Her. Yeah, no one wants to hang around a little ugly kid. Yeah, no one wants ugly kids. You're lucky, Emmy's cute. Yeah, yeah you're lucky. And so, she's smiley and happy. Most kids are just sitting there wailing. You know what it's like. So my wife, by choice. Yeah. Don't don't think that like I'm I'm assigning her a gender role. Yeah. But she loves to clean. She loves to do like the the linens and the laundry and all that stuff. Yeah, not that she loves to do it, but she does it. That's like her. She, that's her thing. She loves flipping the couch cushions. She loves keeping a clean house. She has OC, She's like you, Rich. She has that OCD clean need for cleanliness. Yeah. And I'm just me. I'm just a blob. But you know, let's say I was on my own, or let's say she was going away for a month. Let's say whatever. I well, of course, after like a day or two of just being a slob, would pick up the slack. I'd wash the sheets. I'd fucking swiffer the apartment. I'd I'd scrub the countertops. I'd make sure I you know, I would make sure everything were clean because I am capable well, that's what of I was doing saying. this on my own. That's what I was saying. I hate it's very insulting on the flip side. I appreciate for them to that she does I appreciate that she does that like you're rich. inept and incapable right. without them. That's insulting, dude. It's like I know I, I appreciate you and everything you bring to the table, but I'm very capable. Like Rich, when I lived with you by myself. Did I not keep my my room clean? Did I not keep yes, my bathroom clean? Of course. So you know what I'm capable of. You think I'm a slob, but you know that I'm capable of being clean. Of course. So it's but like my wife says like why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? I'm like because you're doing it. If you want me to do it, let me do it and don't do it because I assume you're doing it. So I'm not doing it. So that, you know? You want to uh you want to say what's up to some phone calls? Want to start with uh People What's are saying up? this up? is a loaded question. Be yeah. careful how you approach it. <sighs> I think I'm already failing. Steve, your, you got I'm here's my, the only advice I'm going to give you. Put your ego aside here cuz I know there's a part of you that wants to brag about how fucking yeah. great oh, you handled yeah. it. It's lie, Rich. Just make it up. You know what it is? It's a trap. Yeah. Did ego you know, did ego you know comes into you know what ego comes into play? You're 100% right. Ego comes into play because I do want to be like, "Sarah, be careful. I just cleaned the toilets while I was holding Emmy." Like, you're gonna want to drop these passive nuggets. Who needs a nap? Oh shit! I also went to the store. Hold on. I went shopping. I went to Target. Hold on. I got everything we needed for the house. I cleaned it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, those are new floor mats I bought. Hold I on. gave. I, I took Piper to the groomer. I cleaned off our balcony. Yeah. I did everything. I made meals. Uh, dude, prep. just tell Sarah it was great spending time with Emmy, but it's so I, great to have her back. They're a little slippery because I mopped them for the first time since we've been here. I even had time to, I even had time <laughs> to go to the gym. Don't fucking perpetuate. <laughs> I, I'm just, we didn't perpetuate what? You? I you know the, how you are. 
I got the uh the the carpet scrubbed. Uh, I did the carpets. I cleaned the couch cushions. All right, let's go to Steve. Let's start with Stephen. Ma- uh, Stephen Maryland. Uh, I organized your closet and my closet. I was just looking for things to do. I was just with the board. <laughs> Line two, Steve. What's up, bud? Hey, hey guys. I also want to say hello to uh, the Sarah in the future on the podcast because I'm sure she will hear this message. This, uh, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she will. Um, fa- father of two here, a six and a four year old. At one point. I was thinking she was doubting your parenting skills, but I definitely think it's an appreciation thing. And I'm also wondering if it isn't a really bigger part of this trip than you imagine. The underlying, when I go away for four days, then, then he'll know what I do every day. Then he'll figure out how tough this is. Which, I mean, obviously you guys are working two jobs. You're busting your butt. It's, it's really hard. And uh, you know, parenting is not easy for anybody. But I wonder if that's not a bigger part of this road trip. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I like you. I like oh. where you're going with that. Oh, you know, it could work against you too. Like Spot was saying, hey, I kind of like being alone. Yeah, you the know? girls want the girls I like want, being lazy with no one like looking at me. The girls went yeah. away. <laughs> the girls went away, and uh, you're saying it backfired. No, I'm saying he could. Yeah, look, here's what Wes in Idaho says: girlfriends and wives are wanted, not needed. They like to think that they're needed. I need. I listen. I don't feel like the thing is. That's what Wes said. I, I think any healthy relationship, any healthy relationship, am I wrong by saying this? It should be about want and not need. You shouldn't need someone else to function. I you agree. should want to be with them. Emmy needs her mom. I don't need a wife or girlfriend. You I want, want her. I choose right. and, and I want to be with her. Yes. I don't need, like, I don't need that. No one needs that. A, That's a what I'm saying. Needs when, they, a mommy. when they start insinuating that they, you need them, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's in, it's a little insulting. Yeah, like I I I know that I you know it's starting to get to the point. Like I think like after three maybe four days is when you start to get that longing. Like you know the first day or so you're like oh they're just away. You're like longer than you start singing that song Dan Fogelberg. You start singing Dan Fogelberg. Oh shit! Does someone have? I start playing the flugelhorn uh, breakdown. Uh, Zach in Mississippi, line four. Zach, you're on the show. He's a Lego maniac. Hey, Rich, uh, I've been married for 11 years, got two kids, one 10 and one 6. Uh, personal experience, never demasculate yourself by any means, but always make sure that you tell your wife the truth because no matter what, women will always find the truth in the end, and it's going to come back and bite you in the ass if you say, oh, yeah, honey, I was, uh, I was starving for attention, and I, I needed you. Emmy was horrible and this and that, and, and then all of a sudden she finds out you did pretty well on your own, and then she's going to be like, oh, well, you you were patronizing me. That's what it was. Oh, that's a that's a good one too. I get it. Like you know, just be honest because otherwise they could sniff out the fact that you're just being a butt kiss. You yeah. Get it? You know what I do? You know what this makes me think of though? And again, this is a loaded question, so I would dance around it delicately if I were you, Rich. But it makes me think of remember when like the rare times mom would have a business trip or go away. Like my mom never went anywhere, but those rare times that like dad was running the house. Yeah, like it was always run differently. Like, hey, what do you want, steakums? Like, you know, mom would make you meatloaf. Mom had her ways and things, and then dad had like his ways. You know, like he he'd pull your pajama pants off. You know, get to bed, go to sleep, slap you in the head. When I said pull your pull your pajamas p- pants off, that sounds a little weird. Yeah, uh, but I mean it in the in the dad way. In the, yeah, in the aggressive dad way. Like, come on, you gotta get ready for school. You know, what do you want, pizza? Every day would be pizza. Yeah, let you do what you want. 
give you a soda. It's like a substitute teacher. Yeah, exactly. Dad was the substitute teacher. And like, hey, you know what? Dad runs this class pretty good. Uh, let's say what's up to Jimmy Just different. in Texas. Hey, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. What's up, hermano? What's up, buddy? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, no, man, I, I, I was going to just hit you up about this, man. I, I have three kids. Me and my wife been together for like 17 years. And especially when you're talking to it, and I, I'm not trying to make this sound like about like regions, regions and all that, but she's a Texas woman. So what she's doing is she's asking you like how things went within me because, you know, you're, you, how old is it? Me? Two years? Yeah. A year or two. Something? Yeah. Two. Oh, okay. So let's say, uh, you know, she's, how, I'm, what is that, uh, 800 and something days, right? So you've had her for five days out of her 800 and something days of life, right? So you're only getting a, 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 a little itty-bitty, you know, segment of what uh, of what Sarah has to deal with it within me. I mean, you know, you she does seem like a really great child. I mean, so I'm not taking that away from it. But in the grand scope of things, you've only had her for a blip on the radar of what Sarah yeah. has. Well, so Sarah it, has to deal with it, a yeah, lot more. In Sarah's you know? defense, um, she did write like a, a parenting for bozos flip book for you. She did a, that, yeah. A step-by-step guide to how to feed your kid. I mean, that is true. Right. So Thank you. But, but, oh, oh, sorry. Jimmy, call back if you want. 866-969-1969 is our number. The most interactive, most inclusive show on radio. We are Cavino and Rich. Faction Talk 103. You can also text us at 412, the letter C in our show. 412-267-7469. We got Jake in the studio. Archie, Spot, uh, lesson? uh, What's the lesson to be learned here? I'm a little torn, and here's what I'm torn on. There's a sense of pride and ego that gets in the way of, I'm just fine, and I can handle Mm -hmm. things, right? But then there's the part of you that knows is smart, to say, I don't know how you do it, babe. Oh, babe. But I, but you don't have to say it without. Oh, perfect. Spot. Without sounding like you're not appreciative, because you are appreciative. Yeah. Hello. Hey, there you are. Perfect. Thank you, Spot. Can you hear us? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. We miss you so much. When are you coming home? See, that's the pandering that oh, the no. guy was talking about. Women can sniff that out. Um, I think we're extending it another week or two. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, what did? I mean, how long have you been listening? How long what? How long have you been listening? All of it. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're, the, the point is, we want you to feel loved and, I want you to feel loved and appreciated. Don't but we, I'm me, not, Frenchman. I'm out of this. Here's the thing. No, no. Here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I do everything to enable you to do your two jobs, two full-time jobs at your best. I do it. I do anything you need to do. If you need to blow off steam and go hang out with friends, to go to the gym, to go to softball, to go to Chipotle at the mall, to go get massages every day, she does I make, make sure you have whatever it takes to get done what you need to get done because I appreciate every fucking thing you do. Everything you do. I tell you constantly how appreciative I am the fact that your job or your jobs enable me to stay home with Emmy because I couldn't imagine not being there with her while she's growing up. I love waking up with her every day and doing all the stuff I, I do with her. I just wanted you to not just like appreciate me, but to actually have a better understanding of what I do on a daily basis. I do, and I told I you. And you I, appreciate and I, me, and no, and but I, you don't fully understand. No, I understand I, what you do because I enable you to make sure that you get your rest, so you know that you're, you have food whenever you come home, and all of that stuff. And I've been, I, I've I made know, sure I, the house is clean I know, and anything I, that you need. And to I, sit there and say that, like, oh, boy, you know, that was easy. That was, like, only a couple of days. You had, like, 72 full hours with her. 
I, and I, half the time, you did have help. Like, Scott helped you, Tata helped you, Jake helped you, and you did have some great daddy bonding time, which is like what I wanted for you, too, because you never get to see her. So I was so happy that you guys got to go to Aladdin. You, you were playing puzzles. I just wanted you to have a better understanding on my end. And I do, and I said, did I? Did you not hear the whole point where I was just complimenting how great you are as a mother? Did you not hear any of that? I heard the compliments, but it's not like you. It's like the same. It, you're not. It's not what you're saying. It's the fact that it's like you make me feel like I can just go and like it doesn't matter. No, not at all. I, I said, I said, Emmy needs you. That's exactly what it's coming out across that. No, I'm not. See, that's that's not it at all. Spot, why did you duck All away? All I know is that you're making me feel as if, like, I can just go on whatever so trip I wanted to, and it, like, doesn't matter because Rich can handle it because Rich can fucking handle anything. No, honestly. It doesn't need me. No, we, need, we totally need you. I just don't – I just had a great time with Emmy, and I don't know if I'm supposed to make it seem like I struggled. You're a very capable person. I just wanted you to have a great understanding and a greater respect for what stay-at-home moms I, do. I do because – I, I don't think you do. I do. It's a full time. I can't take my eyes off her. I get it. You can't. I get it. I never took a shit with someone else in the room until the, the last couple days. Because you can't take your eyes off a kid. I get it. All right. Well, I guess we'll just stay here another day or two. So have fun. <sighs> you know, I miss my daughter. But clearly, I guess I'm not missing. Why? So why do you not understand what I'm saying? Bust. You there? Wait, Jordan wants to know if Steve misses her. What? Jordan wants to know if Steve misses her. Do you miss Jordan? She wants to know. I, I, well, I got to say I was very bored uh, by myself. I, I fully admit that. Were you, bored I never or are you bored or did you miss her? I feel like those two things. I feel different. like if she's gone a few more days, I really start to yeah, miss her. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I really was. <laughs> no, I was lonely. I was lo- And I'm never lonely. So that was a, that's a weird feeling that I, I you know, because usually I'll pick up my guitar, I'll I'll spank my my monkey and not really care. I was like really bored. Yeah, you like you asked me to do things so many times yeah. over the weekend. I went to spot yoga class. You know, like so, what's the laundry status right now? Oh, I I clean the fucking house has never been cleaner. So why is you yeah. clean better than Jordan? <laughs> yeah, because I'm a master. That's why I'm great. I want to feel missed. Does anyone miss me? Does anyone miss Shannon? She wants to feel missed. Wait, I want to feel missed too. Well, there's a lot of guys listening that probably miss Shannon. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, Kristen, did you, you Kristen, know, did you hear? Kristen, did you hear? Kristen, I, I don't care whether you miss me or not. I just want to come home to a clean house because you said that you clean the house every two days. I've been gone what three and a half days. I expect a kitchen to be mopped. There it is. <laughs> Mom's laundry to be done when I get is home. The spot is the laundry done? Is the, the la- kitchen? I did a load. So you yeah, have, I did a load. Like I did a couple five, loads. You have actually. five hours. <laughs> you have five hours to clean the kitchen, clean the stove, clean the refrigerator. Off the floors, vacuum. All right, I can't. I got to babysit. You got it. You know what's cool about you guys being gone? I, I will say this. You I'll admit this. Your baby and mom. Come our, on. our stoves are cleaner there than they ever are. Yeah, the stoves the are, stoves cle- are yeah, so the clean. Stoves There's no sauce there all over the stove. There's no sauce all over the stove. All right, have a, have a safe trip back. We'll see you later. And Emmy and I miss you, Sarah. We met. Bye. Oh, bye. she hung up on you. No, I hung up on them. Okay. She hung up on <laughs> Thank you, Spot. That was I think I made my point. No, no, I don't think I but, see, Well, the, the point it, was kind of made because. Yes. The point was kind of made 
And that because you could see how it could be misconstrued, which it exactly was. So you don't know what to say or how to handle it. Unfortunately, your confusion played out on the radio. But it, but it played out perfectly because that's why it was a dilemma. Oh, yeah. But you didn't get the lemonade. No, I just... You got this. Just, the thing is, is that you heard me. I I went on a whole spiel about how is Sarah's the great... a spiel? A spiel, I think. Is it a spiel or a spiel? I'm not Rockin' sure. spiel. Yeah. Rockin' spiel. But I went on a whole spiel about how... Spiel. Sarah's the greatest mom. She does everything for Emmy. I couldn't ask for a better mom. That's the pandering. You know these is women. That, but that's not pandering. That's you know these a women that's how, selective I, hearing. I, I think this fight, you ain't kidding, man. That's what it is. Selective yeah, but Sarah's thinking like, yeah, no, duh. Duh, I'm a great mom. I love my kid. Duh, no no kidding. I do. I do. The best point Sarah made, and she made a lot of them. She, basically, she's like, I let you live like a king. I want to fucking punch you in the nose the way she treats you. Get massages every day. This guy Get thinks he's the Maharaja. My royal feet need a massage. No, I once in a, a couple of Sarah, times, I must once go. Or, once or twice a week, I'll go to the mall and get twice a, a week? I'll get a little yeah. the back rub at the mall. The little uh, the Asian guy. Once a week? Maybe like once a week. Two great points. I haven't been for a massage I, in five years. Without, I allow you to live like you're fucking the king. Right? The king. Like I'm fucking Harley Race. Yeah, like you're Harley Race. Haku. She no. allows you to Joe do king, that. Uh, Joffy Jofer. Without her, you wouldn't <laughs> be able to do that. Great point number one. Great point number two. <laughs> Is oh, no. she just wanted you to understand? I know she didn't want you to miss her or feel like you couldn't, you know, do it without her and all, all those things that we assume as men because oh. our egos get in the way. She just wanted you to understand. Should I? And that was should I have not brought this up? Um, <laughs> Steve uh, in Utah said, "Hey, on their know. on their morning drive home, did they stop off for some awkward burgers? <laughs> they must have. <laughs> they, they were serving them. In and Out started. They started serving Beyond Burgers and awkward burgers. Yeah, jeez." My I goodness. can tell you in the tone of Sarah's voice that uh, she was agitated. Sarah getting agitated. So, oh, someone saying, uh, Vic saying, surrounded by four days of estrogen, talking shit about their That's men gives them a little more, uh, a little more spunk. Spot, you got a lot of spunk built up too, don't you? I do. Spot's got to leave right after the show to fucking yeah, start does. mopping and cleaning and doing laundry. Let's see. I said three to four days. It's three to four days. Eric in Pennsylvania saying, just move on, dude. Yeah. Rich has it no. so good, probably doesn't even know it. That's right. I'll tell you what, the way she describes your life, you do have it fucking good. San Angelo, Texas. Let's see. I'm telling you, it really is like the scene out of like some chick flick where they're all just like sitting there bashing men. Bryson Maine goes, so how about those Red Sox? <laughs> how like about them? They're like living out the sweetest thing. Mr. Mac in Alberta says, holy fuck, that was horrible. Meaning, like, he feels bad for you. <laughs> that yep. went that went horribly. Not that this is horrible radio. That it, the phone call went horribly. Let's see, I was about to take a break, but I can't step away with this. My butthole is clenching. For Do you, you want guys. to uh, try to at least explain yourself again? No, I'm, I think I'm done. It, it came up that my wife, my wife is away with the the girl, Spot's wife, Kavino's uh, girlfriend. They're uh, our friend Shannon. They're on a camping trip, and my wife was hitting me up with questions like. Do you see what I do now? And do you like do you appreciate what I do on the day to day? And of course the answer is of course I do. Of course I see that. But I also was wondering, do I make it seem like I was helpless or do I or do I is the reality of for a couple days I really enjoyed it and I handled it? Or do I have to you know the question was do I have to play up I think the one takeaway do you want to know Rich's learning lesson? Yeah, what's my what's everyone's right. learning lesson? Rich's learning lesson for the day and any guy in this scenario. Yeah. Their learning lesson is this. 
when you have a wife that supports you the way she does, right? Yeah. She allows you to do however the fuck you please. I find that to be very rare. Because you basically do whatever the fuck you like, want. How far and I'm our, not saying you shouldn't be able to, but like you really take advantage of how that. How far does our dump button go back if I hit this thing? Will it undo the past conversation? No, I don't <laughs> think that could be done, Spot. Jake, activate the Omega-13. Thank you, guys. Glad I asked that question. Can <laughs> we just like forget about that? Is there any drug that can, can undo what, we, what just happened? By the way, house? I did absolutely nothing in the house. Dude, my house is spotless. I didn't do I I clean you know, I, I like did did a load of laundry and a couple other loads and loaded the You know the what there's a lot less and, of in my but house? Hold on, too? Your your instinct is not to have the house spotless. I've been busy. Busy I doing yoga, what? Exactly, exactly. I busy yoga doing Saturday what? Saturday and Sunday. You've been alone for the last four days with uh, I watched a movie. Yeah, but I'm saying dinner. you're trying to tell me you didn't dust mop. You didn't dust Spots, mop, clean, busy light a candle. Barefoot with his uh, boxer briefs. Your on. house should be as spotless as possible. Your wife isn't there, and you've been alone for four days. There's Maybe. only so much you could jack off and go, go to the yoga. I'll be honest, I know I joke about it. I barely jacked off too. So what did you do? Oh boy, you didn't even have time to jack off. No. What the, if your house is not spotless? What did you do? Yoga. <laughs> I'm in my training. How, man. How, I mean, fucking, how long could you sit in downward dog? Spoga. Spoga. Spoke. So, all right, Ron in Baltimore, you're on the show. All right, I've been through this shit before years ago. I'm going to tell you, Rich, you know, you guys are looking at the trees. Yep, they're green. Looks good to me. Man, I'm telling you from what I heard from her, she's, asked, she's saying one thing. You are not appreciating me when I'm home. And number two, she's saying by your random trips to the mall and all, she's saying... You need to stop doing that shit. You need to man up. You need to come home, be with the family, show a little more love and respect for the family. I swear to God, brother, I heard it. I, I've heard it before in my no, life. I, 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 know, then, I know what you're saying, but I wait, woke wait. Up, man, eventually I woke I gotcha. up. You know, no more Sunday baseball games, you know, no more random two-hour trips to the mall. Got to man it up, man. She, she, she's warning you. No, I think it's I think it's I think it's more I I think she's totally cool though that stuff. I think it's just a matter of her wanting more acknowledgement of that, which she which she deserves. You're right. She I do, I do live I do I do as you said live sort of the way I want. So, yeah. I'm just telling right. you dude. I mean, she's not asking you for for do you miss me? What she's really saying is, "Now do you really appreciate me when I'm home?" Now, that's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah that's a good I'm one, Ron. I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you, man. Dude, I'm just like you, man. I lived my life. I did everything. My wife was always there, and eventually we had a newborn. And eventually she just came to me and just basically did that same shit. And I, I had to wake up. Wake up, man. I'm just telling you, brother. Good Slow stuff. it down. Thanks. Start being at home as much as possible. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> that hour of Awkward Burgers uh, presented by... Uh... Shake. Camino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Let's welcome with glory and renown. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hello, Swank. How are you? I think we only met you on a red carpet one time years ago. Spot, what was it for? Uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's oh, wow. Eve. Oh, cool. So many years ago, so it's a pleasure to welcome you for the first time in studio hey. here on the Cavino and Rich Show. Thank you. Hillary Sway. Hey. 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 How you, you doing, Hillary? Good. I love that you just found me in the hallway. I walked in and we're talking. Here we go. Come on in. Yeah, we're, we're just relaxing, talking about the dude from Jeopardy who finally lost. Oh. Does that news get to someone as awesomely famous as you? <laughs> like, well, are you aware? Are you aware of the guy that won thirty-two times in a row on Jeopardy? 
Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I'm I, not but how, aware. But, how's, here's but the that's incredible. How do you not know that? You're so in her zone. You're so dude. in the zone yeah. of doing big things. You know what? I am so out of all of everything. I'm I'm like I'm always in nature and I'm always with my dogs and I have no idea what's ever going on. I get on a red carpet like I did last night for the premiere of, you know, my movie I Am Mother and people are asking me all types of questions like this and I'm standing there looking like I do look in a live in a post-apocalyptic Basically, world. You're like, uh, oh. we landed on the moon. <laughs> no, wait a minute. What? Hey, uh, it, it's, it's interesting because you're saying that you're not, you know, not wrapped up in all this stuff. What do you do the minute you wake up? Because I was just saying this this morning. The sad reality is, I wake up and I immediately grab my phone mm. and I look at my email and social media to see, hey, did anything happen? While I was sleeping. I used to pick up my phone and um, do that. And I just didn't like it. I just didn't like starting my day like that. Um, I have all these rescue dogs. I'm married to the greatest man. And I would rather wake up and have morning time with them. So we call it morning times. Mm -hmm. And my dogs jump up on the bed and we all cuddle and say good morning and then I take them all out and I wait a second this sounds like a coffee commercial I saw no (laughs) wait this is real coffee comes later are you sure hey you know uh, no but you grew up am I right you grew up without technology or using technology the way a lot of us did and you realized like that's the better way to live it's it's so much better I'm so much happier when I don't have my phone and if I forget my phone it's even better tell us what it's like honestly because it's awesome it is right it's the best because you're actually you're you know you feel so connected I guess when you have your phone but you're not because you're you're not in the moment you're you're right and and we're we're all parents here so can you explain this too or break it down for bozos like us because we Want to also not let our kid be the quote-unquote weird kid who doesn't know what's going on in the world and doesn't know how to use technology, but at the same time, we hate, or I hate too, the fact that my kid feels like she needs to be playing on on her phone all, all the time. Well, it's addicting. Yeah. A phone's addicting, So how right? do you balance that? Well, I don't have kids, but I would say the probably if I did, one of the things I would do is make sure that you have dinner and meals with no phones anywhere. Yeah. But that would also mean that when you're at dinner, if you're out or whatever and you have to check your phone, you can't. You know, it can't be two ways. Yeah. I mean, it's a two-way street, so you can't, like, that's my whole thing. I think that dinner times, when really being present with the people that you love and talking about your day is super important. And I, then, I love your mentality on this. Is this more coffee talk? No. no this is. I'm, I'm, you know what else it interferes with, too? Actually enjoying a movie or, like, you know, if I said this weekend, hey, yo, let's all get together and watch I Am Mother, you know, on Netflix. Guaranteed people would still have their phone out. No doubt. Guaranteed. Yeah. It's like Well, they'd be taking like, you know, screenshots and then storying it <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I'm watching I Am Mother. <laughs> Are you? Which by the way, we're gonna talk about because it looks so dope. Thanks. And we're so excited about it. But it's a pleasure to meet you. It's not all the time we have a two time Academy Award winner on the Cavino and Rich show. Two so. times. Yeah, Thank two you. times. You know, Thank sometimes you. I think people forget. I think we both forgot. This the we, first one. Yeah, the first one. Because the million dollar, the million dollar baby one was so rem- so memorable that I'm like, wait a minute, you won one before that too? Thank Shit. you, thanks. Uh, unbelievable. It's crazy. I know. I I I think it's unbelievable. I can't believe it. I walk by him and I'm like, what? 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 what, what who where, did where that? Do you have them How'd displayed? that happen? Where, where? They're just they're on my bookshelf. Cool. You know, in that's, my that's so living awesome. room. I got like a jar of sands from vacation on my bookshelf. <laughs> 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 I, have, I have like a picture I, frame of like my mom. I have that too. Hey, um, and, and Mr. Met. Yeah, I do have. Yeah. Yeah. Mets, um, go Mets. Go, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. I uh, I, I do wonder That's when, my favorite. when you win uh, when you win an Academy Award. Yeah. I always imagine maybe it is like a sports championship where you're like, I may never do this again. Completely. 
You and, can't even believe you're there. And then it happens again. It's it's insane. You know, it's like, do you ever watch, this is one show I did watch as a kid, Sesame Street, when they say one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was like, that's how I feel. Really? Like, I was sitting in there and they're going to come up and go, you, out. <laughs> There's been a mistake. Why, like, though? Why, why do you think that is? I don't know. Don't you just always kind of feel like. You feel like you don't belong in that scene? I I, I just, you who, know what, I'm does? this girl. I grew up with really humble beginnings and I had this dream. I drove to California with my mom, lived out of the car and started hitting the pavement auditioning. And now I'm living my dream and now I'm nominated for an Academy Award. It's just crazy. That is crazy. And then you win twice. And it, Hey, how did you know you had that talent? Like, what was it? Well, I don't think I thought, oh, I have talent. I just knew that I loved acting. I was eight years old, and one of my teachers had us write a skit and perform it in front of the class. And I remember doing it like it was yesterday and acting out all the the characters and coming alive and loving it. And he said, you know, you should audition for the school play. And then one thing led to another, and here I am on your show. That's incredible. It's pretty amazing, people's journeys. Yeah, at eight years old, too. To know what you were going to do at eight is incredible. At eight... I was picking my nose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was probably picking my nose, too. Wondering but... what to do with it. <laughs> Not wondering what I'm going to be when I grow up. You know, that's incredible. Incredible story. Thanks. Now, when you, uh, see, here's the, here's the fun of Hillary Swank. When you <laughs> are an Academy Award winner, you don't, I don't, I'm guessing the people where you do movies with, they're not pressuring you to be, oh, go on social media. You need to do this because you're at a level where people know you already. Young actors and actresses right. probably feel a pressure like, hey, what's your social media numbers? Are you tweeting this? Are you, are you, are you putting this on Instagram? Like- 100%. And I thought about that a lot. I thought I was. I feel so lucky to have broken into the business when I did, even though I think it's actually easier in a way to break in now because there's so much content and there's so many newcomers that you, know, that you see all the time popping up. And it used to be more like a studio system yeah. you know, where it was like only famous people did movies. Like when I broke into the movies – I had to find like the back door in, which was independent film, which no movie stars were doing because they didn't get paid and it was too risky. And then yeah. the independent film became really popular. But anyway, my point is that time was it was harder to break in, but I think it was a better time because of, like you said, like the whole idea and the pressure of having numbers on social media and what does that mean? And, and quite frankly, I just think I am on Instagram. I like Instagram because I think a picture tells a million stories in a lot of different ways, not just, you know, people posing and doing selfies. Yeah. I don't mean that. But I just mean in general, like, but I do, I do think that that that, that there's a, an an extra added pressure to that of looking a certain way and acting a certain way that you know is just doesn't seem totally human. I feel like Hillary Swank could be in a movie, which which this movie's it looks fantastic. I'm excited about this. We were talking before we checked out the trailer for your movie. We're saying there's a lot to watch right now. This has jumped up on this list. This this looks outstanding. I am Mother on Netflix, so it's easy to watch because everyone has Netflix. Yeah. When you watch this, you don't need to go on social media because, you know what I'm saying, if you're so like checked out of that, you're not looking at the love or hate or anything on on Twitter. You just, you do the movie, you enjoy it, and you move on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's some, first of all, it's my first Netflix thing. I'm about to do another thing on Netflix called Away with Ed's Wick, which I'm really excited about. I'm super excited to be in the Netflix family, but you're right. It's just like, you know, you go, you make this movie, they they buy it. It's now streamed everywhere. People can easily watch it. And there's something so great about that because, you know, I I will always go to the movie theaters, yeah. always. And there's going to, you know, this will be in the movie theaters and some select places. But the thing is, is that having a wider audience be able to just get in yeah. and see the stuff that you make that you love to be a part of. And I love this movie. It's super entertaining. It's a wild ride. It's thought provoking. It's scary. Um, and you're, 
always kind of wondering who to trust. It's 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 cool. It's a cool movie. Well, well now we got to talk about it. But th- did you sign a deal with Netflix? No. Nope. Like it just happens to be that two projects are now going to be on there. Yeah. Awesome. How cool is that? It's cool. It's cool. They're really fun to work with too. It's great to be working with collaborators who, you know, just let the artists do their thing. So let's talk about I Am Mother. But then we got to backtrack again because I want to talk about Karate Kid and all this other stuff oh, that good. you're a part of, right? Yeah. But I Am Mother. The next the Karate ne- Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next Karate the next Kid. Uh, I Am Mother, this little girl is raised by a robot. You tell us. She's raised by a robot. Yeah, so But you're the real mom in this story. Well, no. N- no, not completely. So what happens is we're like post-apocalyptic. You come in and everyone's... There's no one on Earth, right? so you think, except for a robot who has been given the job to um, repopulate the Earth with a perfect human being. Voiced by, is it Rose Byrne? Yes. Okay. And the idea is, is that we've just become so polarized as, you know, kind of as we are right now mm-hmm. as a, not only a country, but as a world, and people don't have healthy debates anymore. No one can figure out how to solve any problems. So You know why we always say hey, people's go-to is Google. Instead of letting your brain work and figuring out the problem or figuring out, oh yeah, who did do that? And, yeah. and brainstorm and actual, have, have actual conversation. People go right to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how it works. It is how it works. So our brain stops functioning. It does stop functioning. It's <laughs> yeah. so true. The, it, it's just, I just like how we, a, we don't know phone numbers anymore. I just did an interview and I forgot people's names. I was like, ah, it's just your brain stops working, right? right? right. It's crazy. Well, it's- I'm Covino and that is rich. <laughs> <laughs> but what you said, though, as far as like everyone being so polarizing on everything, we had this conversation first hour of our show a couple hours ago saying everything from politics to diet to everything no one's in the middle it's like no. people are either eating right. the most gluttonous gross food or they're on some ridiculous diet people Gluten, are either gluten-free. like you know politics one way or the other. It, no it's a uh, everything is very polarized exactly so it's timely this movie's timely the mm-hmm. idea of what do you do and someone says okay let's just start over but then how do you who defines the perfect person you know then it gets into that debate um but Keanu just, Reeves He's a, he's a perfect person. Perfect, perfect person. <laughs> Thank you. That was quite the righteous answer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we were talking about him today too. Yeah, he's cool. I did a movie with him. Did you? Yeah, The Gift. No, oh, that's right. My husband. Yanu. Is yeah. he as cool as we think? So no? cool. We've never met him. Very cool. Really? Very Spot, cool. Spot, get him on the show. We yeah, get him on the show. Spot, Spot. Can I get his number. Th- I'll, yeah. I'll make yeah. it happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so she, so the, so the mother robot is raising daughter, the, mm-hmm. the girl. Yes. And then from from what I'm seeing. Out of nowhere, it's like, wait, there's other humans out there. Yeah, so um, the mother, the Mm -hmm. robot, told daughter that, you know, that it's just them and that you can't live outside of the the bunker that they're in. And then all of a sudden, I come along and she realizes that mother's been lying and she has to figure out who's telling the truth. By the way, I don't don't need to tell you this, Hillary Swank, because you are a two-time Academy Award winner, (laughs) but you have the best, like, scared face. There's, 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 when I'm watching, when I'm watching the trailer, anything you do, like you get in emotions that I can't get into. When you're acting in this, how can you, how do you pretend to be that frightened or that animated? Well, thank you for saying that. I think what happens is acting is just empathizing. So if you were in that position and you were in a post-apocalyptic dystopian world and you would never seen another human being and you knew that, you know, these robots had killed all of the human race. Yeah. What would your reaction be? Yeah, It'd look be at pretty that. See, I have, I have no, so no, but I've, I've been told by women in my life that I have no empathy. Yeah, though. maybe we have no. Oh, <laughs> well, I have the, sympathy, but no empathy. Okay, well, you need to work on that. Spot rewind. Uh, rewind. Take it back a little bit. 
th- just you are so intense in this that I just wonder. We want you to look at how great you are. <laughs> just, yeah, let's, let's watch a second of this spot. This is just, I mean. Can I come back here every morning? Yeah. <laughs> look, I mean. By the contagion outside. Who put that in your head? Did you know there were people out there? I'm as surprised as you. There's a droid here. Mother's not what you think. She's taken care of me my whole life. Let's see what they've done. All right, spot right there. Right. How do you get that fucking emotion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Why? you get So you can pretend? I can't get to that place. In real ever, life? I don't think I can ever get to that place. I have to tell you something funny. Something that I do with my best friend, yeah. um, Mariska Hargate. She's um, you know an actress, yeah, great actress. So we sit there and we act out scenes. She says, okay. And like make something up, and then I have to do it, like just at the you know at the breakfast yeah, table. That's And then wild. she'll go, I don't believe you. Wow. And then wow. and then I'll say, and then I have to do it till she believes me, and then I have to do the same with her. No way. No. That's friendship on the next level. Rich yeah. and I had to take pictures staring at each other the other day. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Let alone acting for, out some for a shit. promotional yeah. for a promotional thing. I'm like I don't want to look in your face. Had, we had to get like within like like, like, like nose close. to nose, like this close, and we. You just were laughing. Yeah, I couldn't. Do I, couldn't it. Get, like, I was like, "Dude, this is gonna take a minute." He's like, "I can't stop fucking laughing." Like we couldn't do it. So I can't imagine. Like maybe we're just some serious stuff out in front of your friend that way. Oh. Right now, I wish we were on camera other. because I would ask you to act something else. No oh. way. I'm the yeah. worst. I don't I have it in me. I yeah, no. Terrible. All right. All right. I got Zomb- zombies. No, forget zombies. Let's. Do, I, I am mother. Yeah. You think you're the only human, and then you find out that mother robot may have been lying to you. Go. You mean I'm not the only human? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. I have no facial expression. No, no you're right. I just look Stick dumb. with radio. I just think with radio. Yeah, yeah I look dumb and shocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ter- I'm a terrible actor. Yeah. I'm terrible. Sorry, but you're great on the radio. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. I you appreciate that. You are a great that. personality. Thank you. Wait, spot. Let me try. Spot. Let me yeah. try. Right? Okay, go. All right, so you're all alone with a robot. Okay, you know that... You know that robots have killed the human race, and a robot's walking into the room right now, and action. Oh my God! (laughs) This robot's coming for us! No, No, see? You're not for us, you're alone. I'm alone! Oh, see? Look. I think we need to work on this. Jesus, I need to. Can I get breakfast with Mariska Hargate? Yeah, (laughs) that's incredible. By the way, when you go out with Mariska Hargate, Mariska. Mariska, I'm sorry. uh, Do you get the sense that everyone is looking at your table? Um, Yeah. But especially if you're in in New York City, because you know, every, I mean, she's like the the hero of New York. But so, you also understand that people can't act normal around celebrities, though. Even she, if she, they're, even though they're trying, yeah, they're she, trying very hard, but they can't act normal. She got that SVU money. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, yeah. <laughs> she, she's twenty first bre- year. She's buying who breakfast. Pays, who pays for breakfast? Well, she should. <laughs> I, do, I do independent movies. Yeah. So no, but I with I saw a comedian do a funny bit once where he said. Having being at a restaurant and having a celebrity at a table near you is like driving with a cop behind you. You're trying to act normal, but there's no way to act normal. And it's, and really it's, funny. it's so true because if you're if, it's a comedian Neil Brennan, Neil you Brennan, give him credit, yeah. yeah. If you're at I don't know if you're let's say you're at Blue Jam Cafe or somewhere just having a little breakfast or something, and there's someone sitting next to you the whole time. They're trying so hard not to look at you, and then when they go home, they're like. Oh my God! Guess who I was next to? Hillary Swank was at the table next to me. By the way, I'm completely like that too. You see someone that you are a fan yeah, of, yeah. you just you're like, whoa! It's just you know it's what? cool, right? Hillary Swank, we're, we're a fan of you. Thank you. But, so, but tell us who who are you a fan of? Where you feel that way? Um, well, um, I'm a fan of a lot of people, but if I, 
you know, like Bono. Can you imagine sitting there and Bono walks in? Bono, he's, just, he's so Bono. I'm with you. He's on that. just, I mean, you'd be like, what? <laughs> he's I on mean, the, he's uh, like royalty. I know. He's Bono. On the, but he's so cool. He's so down to earth and real and like he helps the world. He does good things. And he's, yeah, and he's so beyond talented. Worldwide, too. You're right. Yeah, worldwide. Like, how, where does your fame end? Is there a, a an, <laughs> is there like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so far away from home, no one recognizes me. Um, you know, places like, I think, India. Really? Yeah, but I don't think there are a lot of movie mm. theaters there or something. But no, they do. They love movies. Yeah. They but, have their whole, but maybe I'm not. I, that, I need Bollywood, to do one of the, yeah. I need to do Bollywood movies. That's what's next. Is yeah. that a trip, though, <laughs> to know that wherever you go, your your art touches that many people? Yeah. it's That's well, pretty cool. Well, what's really cool is that as a kid, and I, when I watched movies, and how much they touched me, and how much I it made me feel less alone, you know, and being an outsider that I felt like I was when I was a kid. The idea of that, that translates into every language. Right, yeah. So film- And that your movies are doing that for other people. Yeah, I mean, that's so crazy. And I, it, it makes me feel incredible. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm sorry, you like independent, you know, you do a lot of independent movies. Yeah. You're You're into, as I call them, smart movies as well. But are there like dumb, are you into like dumb, lighthearted, stupid comedies as 100%. well? 100%. Like what? What was the last like movie that you like? All right, that was just hilariously dumb. You know, here's the thing. I don't. I'm not good with names. Any classic but, ones though? Like no, there was one movie. But I was gonna tell you, there's this yeah. one movie that I just saw recently. It was on a plane, and it was so funny. I laughed so hard. Yeah. People were asking me to be quiet, and um, it was um, but I don't remember the names. But it, they were like went to Mexico, and they were undercover, and uh, they they had to like mm. smuggle money in, and he put it in his underwear, and he went through TSA, and. Jake, come on, figure this out. Spock, come on. I think I know what you're talking about. Money, TSA, is it underwear. Like, like Baja or something like that? There's a movie where no. they have to go no. there. And... No. But I'm what just... was the last time you went to the theater? Because uh... you said you've gone. Oh, you've... I was just in Mountain Film and Telluride. Oh, so okay, cool. Mountain Film is a documentary film festival. It's my favorite festival in the world. And I go there every year um, for a Mountain Film. And you see all these inspiring documentaries about people who do such incredible extraordinary things who persevere who never give up and you just leave so inspired it's amazing how documentaries have gone so next level where we i don't know if they've gone next level or our interest just went there i have no I idea are they, are they better for, than ever oh god is that what it is well there well i think that what's happening is that life is really stranger than fiction so anything that's really happening that you couldn't believe is you, you that you you would never believe it in fiction but because it really happened you have to believe it i saw this movie called um changing the game and it was about trans uh uh youth in doing sports and where it's legal to do uh sports um you know as a mike as a trans person and where you have to do sports and what what states you have to do sports the oh. sex you were born and seeing these kids who just want to do sports that's you know? interesting see i just wonder you know maybe there's life is just well, you provides more something. interesting content but yeah. when we were kids if you said the word documentary <laughs> it would be like there <laughs> yeah, you go snoring now i feel like i spend most of my time in the documentary section of netflix Absolutely. 100% I think they're just done better. What about that movie that just came the, with the climbing? The guy who was climbing? Free Solo. Free Solo. That was fantastic. I was on the edge of my seat. I know. It was, but it That's won an I'm Academy saying. Award, didn't yep. it? Uh, I think it won. 
I'm pretty sure, yeah, it did, right? Yeah. Best documentary, yep. yeah. Yeah, so, it was incredible. Yeah, they're incredible. There's so many incredible stories, and it just, again, it's re- it reconnects you. I could go on and on about it. Hillary Swank is here on the Cavino and Rich show. I Am Mother on Netflix. It looks so good, guys. I, people know when we're re- just going through the motions. It looks that good. If you haven't seen the trailer, <laughs> we are, telling we are you not the lying. Truth. We were talking about Black Mirror before you got here. It's very Black Mirror-ish. It's, it's very cool. Uh, definitely check it out. You've been making movies for a long time now. Your, your breakthrough role, 94? Right, the next Karate Kid. Would you say was that your breakthrough? Well, yeah. And oh, if, the if Buffy the Vampire. Yeah. Buffy the Buffy Vampire. The spot. Vampire. You had that clip queued up before. Yeah, you had it. Yeah. Do, 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 do you still have that? Slammed against the locker or whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that was. Uh, oh, there it is, right there. I love this clip. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was I 16. You guys. Hey, it's Buffy. Buffy? No, 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 like queen of, of I did did all thirty you know thir- like uh, half hour comedies yeah yeah you've worked and and shared the screen with so many people on TV movies do you wonder often often wonder about like hey whatever happened to that person like because your career kept going your career skyrocketed you you've done very well Thank not you. everyone has that luck in this business so. Like, it does do you... take a lot of luck. The business takes a lot of luck. You know, it's like what what keeps one person going and not another. But the thing is, is it, it's 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 also cyclical. Like someone could kind of not be doing something, and then all of a sudden, ten years later, they're back. You know what I mean? But like, true. Like but is I, there a part of the business where that person, let's say it was a kid you worked with or something, yeah, that kid kid, you're like, oh yeah, it was a talented little kid. If they work, if they reached out to you, like, how do you handle that scenario? Do you feel the pressure as a as a person in power in, in movies to look out for them or that's well, not a- I al- you always want to support your fellow mm-hmm. art artist you know what I mean if someone if there's if there's a role in a movie that I'm doing and uh, you know I remember that person that I loved working with when I was younger I would say yeah let's let's give them an opportunity a to- chance at least yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool you, you made a good point though it is cyclical there are times where someone's doing big things then you're like where have they been and then it, you know comes to mind John Goodman like John Goodman was yeah. killing it when we were young. We're, yeah. we're close to the same age. Yeah. John Goodman was everywhere. Then yeah. there was like a decade where it was like, hey, where's John Goodman? Yeah. And then John Goodman's everywhere again. Exactly. It's just- Is that by what? choice, you think? Like, it, it, I don't even know. It could be. I mean, yeah. it could be. You know, someone could have said, hey, I'm, I'm a little bit tired. I need to take a little bit of a break. And, you know, I took three years off to help my dad through a lung transplant. And everyone was like, where'd you go? And it was only three years. Wow, so, yeah. You know? It's just if you're- But I made a movie every year since I was 16 years old. Or, you know, I was doing something, you know, might not have been something everyone saw, yeah, but, <laughs> but I was working. Enjoyed. Yeah. So to take that time off, uh, you know, but it's what I wanted to do. It was a choice that I made. And um, but there's there's it's it's also it, there's so much out there that if you're if you're you're not if your face isn't pasted everywhere, people think you're gone, but you're actually working. Do you know what I mean? Of course. All right. So if things are cyclical. Could you be in Cobra Kai if the fans want that? Could there be a return appearance you know what's from so the funny next Karate I, Kid? I, going back to Instagram, I am on Instagram. I heard you're being harassed about this. And I am. Yeah. And I didn't even know what it was. Do you know it's I fantastic? I had to go in. I said to my trainer, what's Cobra Kai? Well, fear does not exist in this dojo. Let me tell you. The, it, we, you know, we all grew up with the Karate Kid movies. Yeah. And then you were the next Karate Kid. Yeah. They made a YouTube series, uh, Ralph Macchio and, and you know, uh, Billy, Zapka. Billy Zapka, everyone that was involved. And at first we're like, oh, is this going to be like a funny like spoof? Is it going to be silly? Is it going to be like sort of stupid? It's legit. It's actually like 
well-written, funny, Great. dramatic, everything. It's cheesy and it, awesome and fun. Nostalgia, it's really cool, everything yeah. all at once. And it's gone on a couple seasons. They keep renewing it. And I think people just want to see, are you going to be part Everybody of Everybody asks me. Yeah. Well, they got picked like, up third season. Well, what's, well when, when someone first asked me, my dog's name is Kai. So I was laughing. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> I don't know what that nickname is, but okay. Wait a second. So you mean to tell me you were the next karate kid, but you didn't even know the term Cobra Kai? No. Are you kidding? It wasn't in mine, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Unless yeah, I wasn't. forgot. Was it that long ago? Yeah, but yeah. that was the rival dojo in the Ralph Macchio yeah, but version. I wasn't in she, that she one. Was, she was I Miyagi. Know, but you would think she's so connected. One would think. I wasn't involved in, in the movies. But then again, I, but I, then again, I thought I was in Cobra You're a fan. We've had, yeah. we've had musicians on the show that they don't, awesome. know, they don't know the track listings to their own albums right. and CDs that you know. That's mm. incredible. Yeah, so. I love that. Look at that talent you have. You I, can't I, act, but look at that talent. Look at that. I know st- <laughs> Thank you. I think <laughs> everyone so, has their talent. Right, right, right. So, so you didn't even know about it, but now the fans and you have lots of them are sort of putting this pressure on you. Like, hey, we want to see you. Would you make a cameo? Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on what it is. What, what would it, would I be waxing on, waxing off, or would I be like you know doing something real? But wouldn't you be able to sort of? Do you know that, that we didn't input? have we didn't have wax on wax off in the next Karate Kid, and then the audience saw it. You know they do test screenings, yeah, and they were like, "Where's the wax on wax off?" And I had to go and redo. <laughs> I had to I had to do that scene, wow. and I'd already cut my hair. They had to like make a wig in order for me to just go in and go wax on wax off. Wow. Let me, let me ask you a, a question, completely based in vanity. The fact that you look fantastic, does that give you more instinct to do things that are like reunion shows and reunion specials? Because if you didn't look great, then you'd be like, yeah. well, I don't want people to be like, well, <laughs> look what happened to Hillary Swank. The fact that you look fantastic, Thank you. You, you, it's probably easy to be like, sure, I'll do the reunion thing. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, no, I, I don't know. I didn't ever think of that. I, I but... Uh, well, that's why people don't show up to any regular reunion. Yeah, you know who doesn't? Who, who doesn't? They're not stoked school. about where they are in life. I was a high look. school dropout, so I don't even get invited back to high school reunions. I'm sure they would have you. <laughs> <laughs> don't We're pretty sure about the that. invitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can pretty much guarantee you'd be invited. Well, we want to congratulate you uh, on your two Academy Awards. Thank you. <laughs> and the new movie, and but for okay. being here. What's well, funny? You're a little late, but yeah, okay. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> it's the first time here on the show in the yeah, studio, so, so fun. I am mother, guys. I am mother. It looks fantastic. Watch it this weekend, and thank you, Hillary Swank. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, more. Thank you. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Now, I only see this one way and one way only. Oh, no. However. (laughs) Anytime it starts like that. I love this. I can't. I'm, as I'm far gl- as what's right and what's wrong, I'm glad we're diving right in. That Come doesn't on. mean I don't understand where Jordan is coming from, and it's coming from a kind place. But we don't live in a kind world. We live in the kind of world where you do kind things, and you get shit in return. See, you're already starting with a very negative. Let me tell my story. You beat it attitude. because your attitude is equally as wrong. You're wrong about this, and I guarantee you. We're going to see a divide on the show today. Putos will agree with you. 90% of everyone else with sensibilities will agree with me. Guarantee. I guarantee it. I put the George Foreman guarantee on Oh, shit. One. I guarantee it. Oh, no. Now, Spark notes. there's a lot of visual involved, so please pay attention. All right? There's a reason why I tell the story in this way. And, you know, Jordan asked me to share because she also thought I was wrong. I'm like, look, I know I'm right. 
And I know you have kind intentions. But please listen to me. She was going to a friend's house. And she pulled to the side of the road to park alongside the curb, but double parked, meaning she could have moved closer to the car behind her or in front of her, but she didn't. She took up two spots. That makes sense? Oh, so she wasn't blocking someone in, like double park? No, no, no. no. There were were two street parking spots, and Jordan realized... She could have moved up or back Got it. and left room for another car. So her one car so she took was up straddling the- a line, the line of two spots. Yeah. 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 Right. So. Not where there's lines. Not in a parking lot or something, but she's street parking. Right, 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 right. She realizes and knows completely that she's parked like an asshole because she hogged it up. Some dude pulls up next to her and she doesn't move. So the dude pulls in front, parks, and puts his hazards on. Because he had to, like, run in somewhere right. or do something? Or? This dude, you know, I don't know, apparently he's like, you're going to move or not, kind of, you know? I don't know. He he, he waited out for a second. Yeah. And like, was like, well, I guess she's not moving. And she was on the phone or whatever, wasn't really paying attention. So this guy parks in front of her now, but illegally, because he's now in the red or whatever. And he puts his hazards on and runs. To what he has to do. To the house, or runs somewhere else. Now, if the story ended here, I'd say, oh, I love you, Jordan. Get your head out of your ass. Come on. Get the guy, like, come on. You got you to be polite. Yeah, all she had to do was move back and create an extra space for right. the guy so he didn't have to park illegally. Got to be self-aware. Got to be kind. Got to be self-aware. But this is not where the story ends. If that is where the story ends, I'm like, man, Cavino. I, we all agree here. Yeah. We all he, agree. Jordan probably even agrees. Like, that was a bad mistake on my yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't thinking. She was yeah. like, I, I was being a jerk. I, I had double parked. I think he expected me to move. I didn't. But anyway, this guy puts his hazards on, and he dips away. Jordan shuts her car off, gets off the phone, goes into the house, does what she has to do, hangs out. Comes back out. She's like, fuck, I got a ticket. But it's not a ticket. Oh. It's a note. And here's what it reads. The PA. Hi. Smiley face. Dear Casey. Dear Casey. Dear Casey. Dear Jordan. Hi. Dear Jordan. Hi. Hi. Smiley face. Hi. Hi. I'll read the whole thing. I won't stop. And then I'll explain. All right. Does this mean that we can't comment throughout? No, don't, don't comment. comment. Just okay. let it let it breathe. Hi, smiley face. I saw you today behind the wheel when you were parking your car and we made eye contact. I'm not sure if you remember who I am, but I had my car parked in front of yours and had my hazards on. Just want to say you look cute, and I'd be happy to hear from you sometime soon if you're single. And sorry if this letter scares you since it looks like a parking ticket. Ha ha, Ryan, and then his phone number. So she shared the story with me, and she explains. Now, I don't remember any eye contact at all, so I don't even know what this guy's talking about. I remember it was some white guy, and he ran in. And that's, that's what Jordan's saying. Right? This is, I'm speaking on Jordan's behalf because I was not there. I remember you know, some white guy. I felt bad. I saw that he put his hazards on, but I had to go inside. And I came out, and this was on my car. I thought it was a ticket. 
But it wasn't. But it, was, it wasn't. It was just no. But I think it was so sweet. She goes, I don't know. What do you think? There's a part of me that just wants to hit him up, text him or something, and just let him know that I got it. Because I really feel what he did was was a nice move, a really sweet move. And I want him to know that his efforts weren't wasted, that I got it. And by doing things like this, he's bound to meet someone nice that I'm taking, obviously. But that I thought it was a sweet gesture. So hold on. And then I'll open it up to everybody. So I'm like, you don't remember Spot the guy at his, all? Spot put his feet up and he's eating his yogurt, like waiting. Go, go on. I'm like, you don't, you don't really remember? He's like, no, I, I knew I was parked wrong. He parked in front of me. I didn't think anything of it. She, I don't remember any eye contact or any like moment whatsoever. I was on the phone. I was like, well, I understand where you think it's sweet because it's a very non-intrusive way to do something kind of smooth. He was very smooth about it. I think that's a cool move, but not when it's my girlfriend. It might be that's jealous. My girl. No, see, you're being dumb. No, you're being no. You don't grant your woman. Grant? Yeah. Your woman. Or suggest that she hits up some other person, so now they have a communication going on. Because what would stop this guy from ever reaching out again, first off? Second off, we're talking about a grown-ass man who obviously was attracted to your woman, or any woman, and now you're opening up the, the, the floodgates? He could be a psycho. What about the What, what, about, the, wrong with what about the moment they had, the eye contact? That's all dumb and it's all romance that does not apply to me or my story. Now, do I understand again where she's saying, well, I want him to know that what he did was sweet and that he should carry on and continue because, you know, his sweet gestures shouldn't be wasted and someone will appreciate that because I thought it was sweet. And I'm like, well, that's sweet of you to think it was sweet, but guess who's, who else is sweet? Who does more fucking sweet things for you all the time? Me. Fuck that guy. It's can unnecessary. I, can I? Can it's just, I, you know what? I get where she's coming from, and I think this guy's the man for throwing it out there. That's not my complaint. Unnecessary. End of story. The end. Can I interpret that letter? Yeah. Yeah. I saw your jubbles when I drove by. Yeah. Hi. Smiley face. Saw your jubs <laughs> through my rear view window. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd love to put on a snorkel mask and dive into those things. <laughs> and while I'm at it, Swim around to your butt crack and go butt snorkeling. Now, here's my prediction. Rich is the only guy in the face of the earth that agrees with my girlfriend. You don't fucking tell your woman, yeah, let me, by all means, say thank you. Let Send me, them an edible arrangement. Let me get up in there. I'll show you a good time. Ha ha, Ryan. Ryan, fuck yourself. I have a question. Are you, <laughs> com- are you, are you confident in your relationship? Yes. Let, let me it's go so through my stupid. No, let me it's go. a safety issue. It's dumb. It's, let, it's opening up lines of communication that shouldn't be opened. Let me entertain you. Let me ask you a few questions and just answer the questions and let me just do my reasoning here. Are you confident in your relationship with Jordan? These are insulting questions. It has nothing to do about insecurities or anything like that. Answer the questions. I don't think he's insecure in the relationship. I think he's insecure as a human being. It has nothing to do, even if you're, if if you, let's say you're 100% right, it has nothing to do with right or wrong and black and white in this scenario. It's a dumb move to fucking reach out. Do you think Jordan will start messaging this guy and something weird will happen? 
No, but this guy will have her contact information. Oh my God, that's a, what? What was Ant? Why, why would he? Why would? Why you would think you you're want the? That? You think you're the only dude that has your girl's there's number? There's only there's only one way to approach this. You think this is the time to like text uh, to practice kind gestures? Text out of here. Text him from the show number. There's not. That's the only. I, way to I suggested. This. I said, look, if if it means Set that up a much Google to voice you, number. because yeah. she was oh. she was very set on. Look, I just want him to to know that I got it. You know, I got it, and it was sweet. And yes, huh, I'm huh, taken. Huh, huh. But you know, it's a gesture that I think more people should practice. You know, uh, kindness. Okay. And, you know, he threw I, it out there, and I respect. I, that. I love that you're really trying to shut down her kind heart. No, you're you're trying to open up floodgates. You're I like love, a, such a goodness. Your swinger mentality again. I love both your outlooks on this. It's dumb. And I couldn't. She's encouraging love. Okay, I love them. I agree with Cavino. I don't know what, what you thought. What the fuck is he talking about? You're a married know. man. You want to expose on. your wife to an unsafe, possibly actually, unsafe actually, you scenario. Know I'm, actually, I'm somewhere in between what? leaning towards Cavino. And let, me tell you, let me tell you. What unsafe thing could happen Hold from on. the number? Oh, da, 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 da. Hang on. There are, there are a lot of creepos out there. Don't you watch the news. And I think that you sh- – I think she should like find a, either use our number – or she even said can you do it from your phone and i'm like it's not no. worth it i if she it's wants not worth to, it. if she wants to, i think it would be nice because that is a, you know what that's a very brave and bold move and i think that agreed you know granted it's probably not the first time this guy has done it exactly and granted he's probably fucked she plenty goes, of women oh, doing she, this she did say i don't know how um, he came out of wherever he came from that fast to do this because i wasn't there that long or whatever she goes, I don't know how he got that done. He must have. I said, because he probably has these print-written yep. on standby. <laughs> In his glove box. And you oh, want to yeah. fucking send pleasantries back. Oh, that's Fuck that. Hold on, I'm going to write. Jake, write that, write that down. By the way, it's a good move, guys, if you want to try that. Have a few of these printed out. <laughs> uh, printed out. Dude, them in the glove compartment. It's like the jerk-off who leaves business cards on your fucking car when can you're I at the see, mall. I want to see, see his handwriting. I want to I wanna analyze No, it. it's typed out. Oh, it's typed. So he typed out and printed it out. And she's all, uh, uh, her heart's melting. I write my, I pour my heart out. I pour my heart out. You didn't say this was typed. This is a game changer. You didn't say this was typed. Wait, hold on. Even if it wasn't, you're a bozo. No, no, no. No, no. should be calling some other guy. Time out. Time out. It's typed? It's a typed note? So wait, he, can you give me a second? My opinion and whole stance was based how is this backpedaling? It is, because it doesn't change anything. No, you're fucking retard. It doesn't. The, my whole stance. The guy could have went inside and typed. It's not a long letter, dude. It's fucking four lines. My whole stance did, was, was based it? on my whole stance, which is not backpedaling even 1%, was based on the spontaneity of him seeing a girl that he had an attraction to and wanted to get to know, and he had some romantic moment where he's like oh let me get a piece of paper i really like to see you and, and he threw a fucking shot you miss every shot you don't take let yeah, me do this it was kind of specific because of the parking scenario but, that he described but typed out insinuates like a very odd process like i went in typed and printed Can and I? went back like i don't yeah, know it's very it's, I, honestly there's something a little bit weird younger younger that? people don't write you know that obsessive about Go actually right. going through the trouble to type something out and Dude, and put it on. If it was on the back of an envelope that he had in his glove box that said like DMV on or it, like, I'd be like, that seems like sweeter and like more spontaneous. He ran into a house. He ran into. He put his hazards on and ran somewhere. So he went inside. It's not impossible. I don't know. Now I feel like it's slightly creepier. But how long was how long was slightly? she parked there? She. 
This was like for the night? Yeah, she went in and hung out, or I forget what she was doing. She went in oh, okay. and then came back out later. Hold on. And, you so got to think about it, this. We don't know well, how well, long this happened. But where was this? At a friend's Somewhere house? Where? in the valley. I honestly don't know. Like, how, do no, how do you have no context of the story if it's your story? Was she at a friend's house getting lunch? She was like an appointment. Like, how what the fuck does it matter? She was parked on the street. She went inside to her friend's house. Let's see her friend's house. I forget where she well, was. Well, because if she was like on Ventura, you know, the main thoroughfare, just like going into a shop and this happened. She, was in, a na- to... she was in a neighborhood? I imagine, yeah. I don't remember. Why don't you text her and ask her? It's important. Yeah, I thought she's up. Honestly, I'll text her. I'm sure she's listening. If she's up, um, she's listening. But. Like I don't think mm. if she went into her friend's house to to hang for an hour or so, that's a big difference. Here's a, qu- here's a question. I know this this is a double standard, but how would you handle it if this happened to you? Me? Yeah. I fucking and a, and a, crumple it up and throw it away. How about you, Rich? I'm a, not gonna a, say, hey, I just want you to know. A, a girl left me a letter. Yeah. I'd probably said, say, hey, I saw you I, in my rearview mirror. I'd find I it thought flattering. I'd find it flattering. Thought you were cute. Are you single? I, I, probably, to I, would, I would probably try to find her on Instagram to see what her butt looks like. No, I would. I would probably write something like, "Hey, I'd, I'd probably reach out and tell Sarah the story, and say something like, hey, 'Hey, I'm taken, but uh, hey, that's, that's very sweet of you to say.'" Yeah. Also, it's like I think of all the the random people that have my number, but I'm a guy, so it's different when it when it's the, when it's a guy going after a girl. Why do you make it seem like you can't block a number? Like if the, if Jordan wrote to yeah, this guy, hold on. I know. But I guess the, the best safest way is to use like a Google Voice number or something. But you know, this freaky you know, creep followed her afterward because hey, he thought she was attractive and parked somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You're too trusting. Hey, Rich. Some fucking loser leaves a thing on her car. He don't, she don't know him from anybody. Welcome. She don't owe him any sort of response. Welcome to 2019. Where you can do a lot of damage with a simple Google search if you have someone's number. Like okay. you don't know what's linked to her number, but, but, like accounts or any of that shit. Yeah, now some and creepy then, stalkers like, I wonder if she got my letter. Probably watch. I want to see her reaction. He's like that weirdo behind the bushes spot in that gif that you always send. <laughs> hey, I want to uh, see if she got my letter. And then he followed uh, her back to my apartment. He was jerking off in plain sight like the dude from us, like a uh, uh, Joe from Joe. us. You mean yeah. you? You, I'm sorry, you. So awesome. I'm going to make it us. <laughs> that's the story, you know, and, and Rich so blindly thinks it's a great idea for her to say, oh, thanks. That's so sweet, but I'm taken. But good luck. Listen, and I get the yeah, sentiment. I get your, the sweetness, on. but we don't live in a world where that's okay. Taken. Does your does your guy have a dick like this? <laughs> dick pic. Yeah. Uh, that, but then, then you know what? Then but, does, his butt, does his butthole look pristine as this? Wait a second, Rich. And then, you know. <laughs> She she also said, but look, I, I I get hit on all the time by creepy guys who yeah. are way too bald and they say creepy things and they put you in awkward scenarios. I thought what he did was sweet. No one's really ever done that before, and okay. I just wanted to say thanks. I got it, but you know, good luck. Take take finding me someone through. Who, someone will appreciate that. It's it's odd. She wanted to encourage kindness, and that's it, great. It's odd you'd bring this up because I, I have a very. Later on in the show, I actually have a really creepy story about not trusting people. So, Ooh, so that's a tease. You're gonna say that? Well, then how can you say this and then say that? Because this is some guy just hitting on a girl. Okay. Worst case scenario. It's I don't never... know. Worst case scenario. Psychopath who followed her home. Yeah. It's, then giving it wants the then, then giving the number is not gonna do any difference. It's never just some guy. But you're That's opening true. up, you're sending signals to a potential psychopath yes. yeah. that you're you're oh you're kind of open to a line of communication that is un 
motherfucking necessary. You see, Clean your motherfucking you're, ears out. You're exposing a weakness. You're exposing a weakness of kindness. I know they say kindness is don't expect you know don't mistake my kindness for weakness. This guy having a okay. response can be like, oh she's she's nice. I can take advantage of her and and spread her jubbos. And quite frankly, you know who deserves a motherfucking thank you? Me, because I'm the motherfucking nicest guy going. Steve, All right, Steve. Well, Steve. Okay. Thank you. Uh, the phone, Thank you for protecting our women. The phones are. Uh, Rich just throws them to the wolves. The phones are in fuego. Um, and you're absurd to suggest that sort of thing from your wife, who's a mom, who who is with your daughter often. You're gonna suggest she call back some fucking creep who gets the wrong message the and thinks, "Oh, she hit me back. She's saying there's a chance." The typing <laughs> thing. Is, I gotta be honest. The typing thing is really weirding me out. I sent it to you. Because what, does the font give any? It's all. Oh, by the way, was it? Was <laughs> he it, used windings? It, use? it, <laughs> it was Comic Sans MS. It was all different. Oh, fonts. he's trying to be playful. I don't know if um, he's a psychopath or what. Go, go to Adam clippings in, from magazines. No, this is uh, Ariel, by the way. Um, yeah, because he's got areolas on his mind. Uh, go to Adam in New Hampshire. Let's go to all your phones. The phones <laughs> will <laughs> side with who? I don't. I mean, I just think it's ninety-nine percent will uh, agree with me. Yep. I, that's why I think you're the most absurd person on this planet. Like, your gauge is so off sometimes. It's beyond me. Do I want to expose Jordan in any way? No. No no other way than she's a super sweet and kind person and wanted to, you know, let this guy know that his kindness was appreciated. Which I understand, but I don't agree with. So I understand, and I, and I totally appreciate her saying, hey, what do you think? I appreciate all those things. I just didn't agree with it at all. All right. Adam, you're on the show. By the way, he's older. How do you know? Hey, boys. Hold on, Long Adam. Time, Boy, first hold on. time caller. How do you know he's older, Spawn? Um, what's, what's the giveaway? He uses two spaces in between um, his sentences. Oh, younger people yeah, ignore that? Younger people only do one space. I oh. swear to God. Well, then the younger people oh. need to space it out. <laughs> Forensic Spotty. What's up, Adam? Hey, Adam. <laughs> hey, boys. Long time listener, first time caller. I appreciate what you do every day. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, sorry, Rich. Sorry, Rich. I got to go with Cavino. I mean, I'm a married man. Been with my wife. We just got married last month, but uh, I just see absolutely no reason for her to put herself in that situation. You know, you never know. The guy could be a creepo stalker. I mean, he went inside. He typed up a letter. I mean, give me a break. Nice gesture. I get it. Her being sweet and friendly and nice. Yeah, but why put yourself out there? I mean, you know, just like Lloyd Christmas and Dumb and Dumber, man. One in a million. He might have a shot. He might think he's got a shot in stalker for life. Yeah, thank Uh, you. I would just stay stay far away yeah. and uh there's no oh, like there's say, nothing boy, rude there's nothing rude about just letting it be and ignoring it she she got a smile out of it and, and, you know it made her it made it flat it was flattering i have no problem or issues with that i have no problem or issues with his gesture or her reaction but leave it at that there's no rude behavior in just saying no that was nice and then moving forward i agree with you thank you adam Shane in Denver. Hey, on the show. what's up, Shane? Hey, yeah, I was going to say, before I found out that uh, he typed it, to have Rich call him or text him and say thanks. But well, I mean, we could text him back I from our radio show I number. Mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. But, yeah, do that. But, I don't know, after he typed it, that that's his no-go after that. I don't see how that really changes anything, but, yeah. Uh, all right. The typing does change things. You know why? It goes from cute, spontaneous moment, probably like a, a sweet gesture, to a little much. I'm thinking, I'm thinking 
in a spontaneous moment, oh, here's a, here's a good-looking girl. If I'm a single guy, hey, let me shoot my shot, right? This guy, like, went in a house, logged onto a computer. Who has a printer on standby? That is, you know, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like a very interesting thing. He opened a Word document, typed, printed, folded. Put, there's, like, too many steps in this process. I don't think that's that hard for Yeah, you. this took effort for him Jake, to do. Jake, Jake, I mean, like, I know well, yesterday, I mean, yesterday. You're just backing up my point, you know, so I'm not going to argue it, but I don't see how Jake, that changes it all that much. Yesterday, we talked about towels and Roombas and how I, was see, I seemed absurd because I expect people to update their shit. People your age, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like even not if, many people. But even have, if it was handwritten, Rich, you still think it was a good idea for your significant to start a line of communication. Let me finish. My, let me finish my my point though. Having a printer is not something everyone has these days for some reason. It's a simple no, device, but but I feel like printers are, are a sign of serial killers. No, no, no. But I mean, there might be people that work from home that listen. They go, everyone's got a printer. Most people have their laptop, their MacBook, and they're on the go. I don't know many people that have printers, to be honest. The fact that this guy Spot went inside. Has a printer. I, ha- I, I had two printers. That's okay. why I was selling one Great. recently. That's right. I mean, people have printers, dude. I know, but you don't see the extra step. That's the only part that makes me see your side more. If it was a spontaneous note on a napkin in his glove box or an envelope, like I said, that he's got in his glove box, like, hey, you know, I'm shooting my shot. You seem beautiful, and I would love to take you out for coffee. Uh, Ryan. Then I'd say. A sweet, normal gesture. They happen to be parking in the same area. Ryan be spying. Yo, this guy going inside, typing out a letter on a Word document, printing, folding, going back out, going in, out, underneath her windshield wiper. Like, I just think there's so many steps in the process. That is what I think is creepy. By the way, I I do want to make this point. Do I wish we lived in a world where pleasantries could be shared in a way without having these thoughts? 100%. In a perfect world, yeah, I do see the kindness and all. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, but you know what's more oh, normal? And, oh, that's a bold move. Good for him. I respect that. You know what's more I, normal? I wish we lived in a world where it wasn't an issue for her to say, hey, I got it. Just want you to know. But, you know, your gesture meant a lot, and it'll work on the right person. Unfortunately, I'm taken. I do wish we lived in a world that it was okay to do those things. And it's not my insecurity. <laughs> it's just being smart and knowing that it's not worth it and people are jerk-offs. So it's, it's a naive thing to do in a really shitty world you know it's more normal to do go on your phone and be like oh let me swipe left or right on complete strangers and the ones that i think are cute i'll randomly meet alone at a bar that's that's equally fucking crazy when you think about it you have to ignore this one okay especially because she's in a relationship but tell me you don't you don't ever encourage even if it, it has nothing to do with being insecure you don't encourage a line of communication with some stranger. Okay. For what reason? Tell me that this is any more strange spot than strangers swiping left or right on a phone app and then meeting a stranger out because at a bar alone. that person is opening themselves up to want to meet somebody. Yeah, it's assumed. Like, there's... there's but, but and Jordan, you don't have their personal it's like information. social cues and... and All right. I mean the phone. I mean every single phone right, line. Right so let's phones. go rapid fire. Where do you want to start, Lauren in Morgandale? Where's Lauren in Morgandale? I see. Line two. Hey. Hey guys. Um, I just wanted to say I agree with the typing. If it were me, if I got that note, I would think it was really sweet. If I got that note and it was typed, I would think it was creepy. 
The good. typing's a big factor. The typing's huge. Yeah, you, you're that a, really you, changes everything. Yeah, I think it changes everything. Camino it doesn't thinks, change the original debate, which you you know, if it was handwritten, you'd think it'd be okay for your wife I, to be like, "Hey, honey, I just got it. Wanted you to know." It's unacceptable either way, in my opinion. If Please Sarah, understand if Sarah that. got a little, I understand why like you say that. it could be a game changer, but it's still the wrong move to encourage. If my wife got a handwritten little note and and wrote back to the guy on a Google Voice number, not not her regular phone number, just wrote, "I got your note. I'm a happily married woman with a family and a kid and stuff like that." But your gesture was sweet. You'll meet the right one for you out there. Keep at it. Great, fucking kind, nice little gesture. Nice gesture. Unnecessary. Okay. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. It, you know, it, you know what it ends. She smile. She she smiles at it and moves on her day. Mauser, you're on. Mauser, what's up, guys? What's yeah, up? would have been great if like a magnum condom was stapled to the note. <laughs> I mean, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, put, my point: put yourself in this guy's shoe. Not as creepy, but you leave a Henry note on a girl's on a girl's car, and she calls and says, "I'm flattered, but I have a boyfriend." There's a glimmer of hope in your head that now, if something happens with her relationship, that she's going to contact you, especially if he's a good dude. Yes. Or he could be a psycho like Joe on you. And I'm not a psycho, and I would I'm not a psycho at all, and I would I would feel exactly the way you described, one thousand percent. You know what? A boyfriend never deterred me ever in my fucking life, dude. That's just one man to beat. I never give a fuck. Robot. So if I fucking left a note and some girl came back to me like, hey, I'm taken, but I appreciate it. It's very kind. You know what I think to myself? The minute that guy's done, I am in there like swimwear, as the saying goes. Big I don't guy. even know if that rhymes, but that's how it goes. In there like swimwear. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Uh, thank you, Mauser. Sure Go to Melissa on. Let's see. So talk uh, about sending the wrong five, signal. Five. Oh, if you re- if I did this, which I was bold enough to do in the day, you sent that back to me. That shows me, the guy that's been there and done that before, that there is a chance, motherfucker, and I'm not crazy. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. Oh, there she is. At Allison Hannigan, if you want to check her out on Instagram, at Allie Dennis of. Dennis of. Uh, Good try, Steve. On Twitter, A L Y D E N I S O F on Twitter. But Allison Hannigan is here. Welcome back. It's been seven years since you've been on our show, but it was at the old studios. You know, I didn't want to overstay my welcome. Yeah. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, welcome to the Cavino and Rich Show. I'm sorry. I'm like super amped and fired up. I'm glad. Some guy confronted me at my kid's school yesterday, and I wanted to punch him in the nose. Oh, no. A dad? Yeah, and I thought he was going to say, hey, love your show. But it wasn't. It was (laughs) to start beef with me. It was... Hey, what are you doing here? Does your kid go here? And then, hey, uh, that stops out in the corner. I saw you roll through it. Uh, like he just sort of confronted him. He was like a jerk about it. And I did the whole. It was. A, I was making a right hand turn at a snail's pace because I go there every day for the past five plus years. Yeah. And this guy, you know, stepped up to me pretty aggressive, like he was the hero of the day to tell me how wrong I was. When look, technically, I get it. I I am wrong, but. But there's ways to yes. like yeah. to yes. to address, especially when it's a community. You're at the school together, you guys. Yes. It's, oh. yeah. Let's all work together. It takes a village. Yeah. I gotta like, tell you, it took me it, all the strength. We to all make back. mistakes. Do you think that guy's never rolled through a stop sign? Oh. And uh, you're gonna be on the lookout for him oh, too. You better believe it. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, but I'm be knocking on his window. Hey, Buster. <laughs> hey there, Chief. Big guy. Remember? Oh. Remember that stop sign? Uh, you gotta relax, dude. I can't tell you. No, because I it don't was, understand uh, that. What is like, wrong, with people? You're at your kid's school. You guys have to like be together for the rest of 
Minding yeah. my business. I can't tell you how innocent the mindset is. You know what I'm thinking of? I swear to you, and I'm not saying it's just to gain like points. And you will notice, you know, we all have kids. Let me see, look for her little head come out of the sea of kids. And I hope she's smiling. And let me take in this visual because I know it's short lasting. Do you think Meanwhile, nice this guy struts up with his sandals like a tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> a nice fanny pack, asshole. You know, right. and he cocks. <laughs> yeah. Socks and sandals. Socks. You know what, oh, I, you know what I'm saying? Like super dead. Hey, listen, Buster. Uh, yo, man. I, I can't know. tell you how aggravating that was. Sorry. Sorry. No, but I get it. Uh, but yeah. I just, because oh. something happened, not to me, but to a mm. friend of, uh, in the carpool, like, Ugh, just come on. Like What we, happened? I we, want to know. Well, I, I mean, it wasn't my story, but, but you know, uh, the carpool's complicated, and then somebody made a mistake, so um, so uh, the other woman was, was trying to sort of uh, follow the cars that were rectifying the mistake or whatever. It's not a I great pe- story. But, I but, think that's uh, a terrific uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, not, and that classic it Allison Hannigan uh, carpool It doesn't story. involve sandals and socks. No, but, um, it, but, but, but a mom was like, did the finger point? Oh, and they're yeah. like, oh, oh, you're doing something wrong. And it's just like you, and it made the, the mom feel really bad. And it's like, that's just not the way to handle it. And especially at our school, which is, is very um, small and community-based mm-hmm. and everyone knows everyone. And right. now everybody, everybody knows. Everybody cares equally. Exactly. And everybody knows the person that pointed the finger and is just like, that mom is just, that's not the way to deal no. with it. And like, who, like, who does that? That mom is no more mom than any other mom there. Yeah. You know, cause, just because she's pointing her finger, uh, yeah. puffing her chest out. Hey, Allison, I always wonder yes. this when it comes to very recognizable, notable people like yourself. <laughs> when you're at your kid's school, do you notice other parents awkwardly having conversations with you or like trying to do the whole pretending they don't know who you are but knowing who you are like how does that go down no not at all no really no no i mean how i met your mother still on like 10 times a day on a million channels like i can imagine people see you throughout their day still you have new stuff going on like you there's not parents that are like oh. maybe it's out of context rich no. like out of context like, like i and well they don't know i i mean i i don't think so i, I yeah and there's somebody more famous than me there anyway so uh, <laughs> but I, I mean not that, not that matters it's a school for famous kids. no it's not it's <laughs> no, not at all mean, it's right? like very down to earth and very like it's not that school yeah and i'm not that person anyway yeah so i don't think i don't think it matters um you know what's really cute i think is that um like if the kids Ever now, I've started doing stuff that kids can watch, like uh, Fancy Nancy or whatever, which is a voice, so uh, they don't actually see my voice. But um, oh, I want to hear the voice of Fancy Nancy. Well, it's Fancy Nancy's mom. I want to hear Fancy um, Nancy's mom. But like one of the kids was like, "I think that's Sati's mom." So I, you know, I'm Sati's mom or Kiva's mom. I'm not, you know, Alison Hannigan. Um, so so that's nice. Or when my daughter recognizes the other mom that's an actress in they're like oh, that's so-and-so's mom you know and uh it's just great we're cool. we're just the kids moms we're not which is a nice feeling it's right it's really cool yeah the kids yeah. know you just as mom yeah they don't we're care just the parents right it's cool now I, I look at all the all the stuff you've done now when it comes to like how i met your mother i'm like a super fan of the show still like i feel like i've watched this series 
five times over. In fact, I think you I said I've watched it more than she's watched. I think oh, definitely. I, I haven't seen every episode. You have not seen every episode? <laughs> no. How have you You're missed missing them? out. Well, I was, yeah, I mean, because it was a great show. And um, before I had kids, I would watch it. But mm-hmm. then once I had kids, the last thing I wanted to do once I got home was go back to the job. I wanted to just be with my family. Well, that is true. Now, hold on, you know, then. Well, then think me, about it. How many, ep- how many episodes do you even know? It was over 200. Yeah, so I guess I remember there's, the there's a certain point where you're like, I don't need to see them all <laughs> yeah. after that. I was, uh, we were having parent conversations all morning. I love that. My wife has been away for oh. the past four days. Whoa. And that's with, why. With that's, or without the kids. With it, that's why my daughter's here with me. As oh, you, yeah. yes. So am I supposed to, we're, we're going through the oh, whole, bro, am please I Please suppo- don't bring this up again. <laughs> am I supposed to do the whole like over-exaggerating how much I was like helpless without her or do I make it seem as though I was fine? No, definitely. Um, she how much you needed her. Yes. <laughs> Where were you would. about two hours ago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you, I should have been here two hours. Ago. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, no. You definitely yeah. how much you appreciate her and how. Uh, yes. Oh, geez. Yes. Yeah. Well, just know he did the exact opposite on the radio, and she heard every bit of it. Oh. Well, yeah. no, it was just I th- you know what I I told her how much I, mean, I appreciated and loved her and how great of a mom she is, but I just I think my ego wouldn't allow me to f- like feel helpless. I'm like no, I guess I feel okay. like I got it, and my ego would not allow me to look like right. Is I that why you're still in pajamas and your kid yeah. isn't dressed? <laughs> yes. Right, yes, right. right. You know, what okay. she did ask me that. She goes, "Did you take her out of her pajamas?" And that's one thing I think dads <laughs> don't do because the other day I think I went the whole day and she was in her pajamas all day. Oh, <laughs> by the way, to tie both conversations together, you know, in the dad life, I could totally tell which kid was dressed and and taken to school by their dad versus their mom. The kid yeah. dressed by their dad was always mismatched, sloppy looking <laughs> hair, looked like a wreck, like a little homeless kid, you know, <laughs> the pig pen from from Peanuts. You know, always looked like uh, a disheveled little kid i knew dad got her ready for the morning for oh, sure well so moms do uh, moms do a more diligent job than well dad in i that department. i have to like full disclosure my kids love staying in their pajamas all day so <laughs> who doesn't though yeah that's kind of my I goal personally like if we could just have a national pajama day i would totally Ooh. be on uh, like on for that you know there are days where um i actually put on pants because you came here today <laughs> i will text our producer in the morning i'll be like spot guest question otherwise mark. he just comes here in a t-shirt and socks yeah. no, no, really I'll, I'll put it, honestly i'll be like sweatpants and a t-shirt do we guest question mark if, yes. if there's a, no guest i'm like perfect it's embarrassing well usually i'm wearing a, a jumpsuit i have like a, a, m- more jumpsuits than i can count because basically it's a onesie Oh, jumpsuits? So you don't live in yoga pants like most no, women in I, L.A.? No, I you... now just live in jumpsuits because <laughs> it's as close to pajamas as it can, right. can be. No, that's my weekend goal nowadays. Like, to, if, mm-hmm. I could, if I could you know, get through the whole weekend in my pajamas, to me, that's a successful weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love's changed a lot. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm with you on that. Without a doubt. Now, uh, season two, you're going to be on Pure on WGN. Ge- uh, yeah, WGN America. Now, it- tell us about this because I feel oh. like every, you know, you're such a recognizable face. I feel like uh, you're one of those and people. And voice, by the way. And yeah. voice. One of those people that, uh, you know, when they have something new out, you're like, oh, I want to check that out because I like what they do. Your voice and, and I, your I, cadence. Not even just your voice. The cadence <laughs> in which you speak is so, you know, noticeable and, and Thank and you. Although yeah. I did go to a very um, reputable acting class once, and they told me that I should... Uh, change my voice. Oh wow! And that I shouldn't be so quirky. No, yeah. that's everything that makes yeah. you you. Those are the yeah. nuances we talked about the first hour. You know, no, it all ties together. Yeah. And you know what? I it did, makes you an I never went back. Wow. You yeah. know what? It's uh not to name drop, but uh 
someone else said something like that. Ty Burrell from Modern Family. Ah. He was saying how he would, before he became famous, mm-hmm. he would do voiceover auditions and everyone told him that he was terrible. And now you go to a voice audition and they say, can you give like a Ty Burrell type of uh, <laughs> presentation? Unique, so yeah. I guess it all depends on where you are, exactly. right? Exactly. So give us a scoop on the show. Oh, okay. So Pure yeah. is, it's such a cool, amazing show. Um, it's It's basically the... Um, the Mennonites, which is this, um, oh, I can't explain very well, but uh, it's going to be the equivalent to my school story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's it's and it's it, a carpool. If, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you liked Breaking Bad, yes, this will be your next Breaking Bad. Um, it, uh, but but with this uh, like religious Mennonite um, community, uh, religious. Uh, like community that that gets involved with drug trafficking and first of all this show is is probably one of the most beautifully shot shows i've ever seen every frame looks like a a portrait it's so incredible and it was uh it's shot in nova scotia which is is one of the most beautiful places i've visited and um and it's just it's so gripping and and I'm ever since I became a mom I I don't like any sort of uh graphic shows except Breaking Bad once I got hooked on it <laughs> yeah, I was right, like right. oh um and then this and um so so I guess I like drug trafficking shows I don't know but, she loves um, drug trafficking and cartoons that's <laughs> exactly. her that's her wheelhouse yes those are my two go-tos um but uh but I was just I couldn't stop watching it as soon as I I saw the first season and then um yeah so I just I I loved that this was a part that I had never sort of um gotten to play and uh and so my character uh grew up in this religious uh Esther the, Dunkel. Yes, right? yes. Esther I that's a hot you, name. Yeah. I like how you say it's like Dunkel. Yeah, because it's the you least really? hot name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Esther you should not be playing an Esther Dunkel. Yeah, I know, but you know, but, it's just, it's unexpected. Hey guys, meet my new girl, Esther Dunkel. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Um but uh so she grew up in the uh the Mennonite uh community and uh it, it was not working out for her so she left and uh and now she, uh, you know, she does what she needs to do wow. so she can live a life of luxury. Where can people uh, check out season one? Because season two is starting. So right. do we By the way, to catch you know, up? Congrats yeah, just even on that. Yeah, you, yeah. W- you I would catch up. Definitely catch up because it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of exciting and, and I feel like you could do that. And, and that's what, the world we live days. in now, right? Absolutely. Because like, it used to be like, oh, I'm behind on the show. F it, I can't do yeah. it. Now it's like. Well, you, you could find it somewhere. Yeah, and definitely. You could uh, definitely catch up. And um, and you should, because it's so good. You'll be hooked. But where do we see that? Uh, d- d- WGNAmerica.com. Or something. WGNAmerica.com. Interweb. Yeah, something like that. Have you watched this the first season of this show? I did, but I... Got it sent to me. I had special inside... Connections. Well, that's the least they could do is <laughs> so, send you a copy. Yeah, yeah. That's um, awesome. So I don't, I don't know. No, uh, I, I'm sold, man. I, I'm I, I sure feel your you passion. can find out. No. I, I mean, it's just Google it. Pure on WGN America. Yes. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, by the way, go. I'm not Thank to backtrack, you. but I'm I'm looking at all the little fun facts about you and the and the things you've done. But I don't think I don't know if we've ever touched on the the whole fact that you were 
Bob Saget's babysitter for his kids. <laughs> yes. When you were younger, was was that like a weird thing for you as a kid, being like, "That's Bob Saget. That's the Full House, the America's Funniest Videos guys," and I'm babysitting for him. Um, it was pretty. It was it was great. Uh, I, I it was awesome. Um, and I do remember going to uh the the kids' birthday party, and there were a lot of like three or four or whatever she was turning kids around and they were trying to do a group photo which is not a great idea yeah. at a birthday party but the Olsen twins were there and um, <laughs> they were the only two kids that stood there the entire time that they're wrangling like 20 little like three year olds to try to get a group fo photo those two stood there the entire time waiting for the photo to be taken they were I trained. was like Wow, they were, that, that's, that's right. That's why they, you know why they're you know why they're they're, they're they're million billionaires because yeah. they are uh, they were easily trained twins. They were. It was it was amazing. So did that watch. tie into it was a pure coincidence that you and Bob Saget worked together on yeah, How pure, I Met Your Mother? Pure, pure coincidence. Pure yeah. coincidence uh, that you guys uh, worked together again on How I Met Your Mother. Um, you know, it was it was just a random uh, coincidence. Yeah, but uh, and and honestly, I he had the easiest job because. He would sh just show up once every six months and record his <laughs> Honestly, stuff. Honestly, is that the easiest gig on earth? Saget narrates yeah. the whole series of How I Met Your Mother. So you're watching the show on reruns when it yeah. first aired, and you, you affiliated in your mm -hmm. mind Bob Saget. You guys put the labor in. I know. Reading he probably scripts, showed up. Uh, we did nine seasons. He probably showed up nine times. Oh my god! Yeah. And you know what? Maybe more. Next time we next time we see Saget, yeah. We'll, you know we got to bring that up. By the way, were you happy how that ended? I know you said you didn't watch, but were you happy? Uh, I did watch that one. Um, and and I was I was surprised that it, I felt like it went by so quickly because I loved the table read, which um was about an hour and forty minutes or something. I don't know because we were all crying, but um. <laughs> I, I felt a lot of the stuff that was cut out, I missed. Uh, I missed. And I mm. felt that we needed it as an audience to, to sort of get to where, you know, yeah. to just get it. I, yeah. So, so I, I, I understood um, sort of, I mean, not, not as dramatic as like, oh, they ruined the whole show. But Some yeah, but no one's that. ever like, satisfied. On. Is that, ever. Do you think that's, that's the truth? That's what we learned with the Game of Thrones thing. No I one's know. ever satisfied feel, no matter what. When, when a I show feel, is loved, I think every fan wants it to end how they imagine. Right. And if it doesn't, yeah. they're like, that sucked. I know. Well, and honestly, I feel like, um, and I've said this before, I feel like it's that the it's easier to just end on a bad note because then you're like, oh, well, I don't care if you're gone anyway because it was mm -hmm. it was dumb. It was a bad relationship. So phew, you're over. It's fine. Whatever. So it's it's better to like walk away mad <laughs> than to just deal with your sadness. So I feel like. You know, all right, yeah. fine. We'll leave you angry, and then you'll be okay that we're gone. Yeah, the ending of most things it leaves you feeling a little weird. So you got to yeah. remember the journey. You, should, you know why? Remember you should, the journey. You should don't want it to end. If you right. love the show, you don't want it to end. And if you're a fan of our pal, Allison Hannigan, mm. if you loved the American Pie movies, if you loved Buffy, if you loved How I Met Your Mother, if you loved everything she does, you got to check out Pure, yes. season two, WGN America. Uh, it's Tuesdays at 10 9 Central on WGN. Yes. Yeah, we'll see you in uh, another seven years, maybe? No. I'll oh, come good. Back. Okay, I'll I hope come so. Back. Cool. All right.
I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to it. Yeah. You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24/7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.